welcome. We have a superstar. So much of a superstar. Neither one of us knew. So, but we heard here. all the cheers we and we saw people yes. coming out. We're like, we, we need to know this wait, person. Wait, but when they walked out, we were in the middle of another interview and all we see is like people saw something. Like, you know that face was like, come yeah. on, we need to go talk to him. Yeah, come it's on, something big. Like, they grabbed each other arm. Well, we were like, we was like, what happened in there? And the line was, they went diagonal. They didn't even go straight back. They had to get in here. Okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like who you are, what you do, what your story is. Uh, I guess it's a, it's a the short version of just coming from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I was abandoned by both parents at 10 and 11, my dad and my mom. And I literally lived on my own since I was 11. Um, but I didn't drink, didn't smoke, didn't sell drugs. I didn't have to go to jail to, to be successful. I just worked hard and had a good attitude. Yeah. So I didn't do anything special. I just did the right things. Mm. And I think what I try to do now is share that story with people. Um, and so they, they, they can avoid a lot of hardships that I, I avoided as well mm-hmm. and just give them some hope. You know, this mm-hmm. generation now has been uh, swayed by social media. Mm-hmm. But I think if we can post and put more positivity in their mindsets, their thinking will change their actions. The problem is they're acting before thinking. Mm-hmm. We've we've lost that that simple format. So I've just I'm going around sharing my story. Um Helping Tawana and helping what she's done, and you know, just people like yourselves who are putting out good positive energy. You just want to keep sharing that. Yeah, you know, the news right. posts everything negative. Like, let's put some goodwill and good fun in the yeah. world so we can smile. So, at I mean, at eleven to be abandoned and to, like you said, I, you know, I made the right decisions. Like, mm-hmm. what motivated you to make different decisions that what other kids in that situation could have made it? probably made well i saw what it did to my parents like why would i do the same thing that they did they were drinking smoking my dad sold marijuana it's like well i don't want to do that because you're gonna go to jail like everything mm-hmm. bad comes out of that mm-hmm. That's right. so to see a kid actually follow something that's bad kind of didn't make sense to me mm-hmm. and i was just making a kind of a common sense thought process of like well i don't want to do that i don't want to go to jail i don't want to do this so i just said let me go work odd jobs make my own money get bread bologna you know get you some water like, it, it was simple living for me yeah i didn't try to be something i wasn't and i just said let me do that i washed my clothes in a cold tub mm-hmm. you know scrubbed them like it's simple mm-hmm. stuff you know you yeah. can you can survive if you just did the right things mm-hmm. you'd be surprised what the bare necessities would, would do for mm-hmm. a person yeah. and i just kept doing it i had jars like this and i would put pennies nickels quarters oh yeah and i would put them in there and i would save up to know what i'm doing so i'm getting a piece of paper Okay, I got $2 for detergent, $2 here. So I was literally writing a checklist 11 and 12 and 13 years old. Wow. Wow. My blue jug, my blue water jug ain't enough in this story. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought when you was going with the coins, I was like, I think I can, no, I can't, I don't got that spirit. I don't yeah. got that spirit. <laughs> well, I would have just, well, let me just ask a quick question. So people can always say, yeah, well, you can do it. But something in you mm-hmm. was very yeah. much so deep that allowed you to shift your mindset into action. Mm-hmm. What was it? The fear of failure. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get afraid, sometimes you'll do more than you thought you could. How many times you guys been in a situation like, I can't believe I made it out of that. All the time. And the then time. you made it, but then you still worry about the next one. I never worried. I just made sure I didn't want to fail. And what did I need to do to make sure I didn't fail? Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for success. I didn't ask to be famous. Mm-hmm. When you put yourselves all the way out that way, you 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 put yourself in a position to be let down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you go, like if you go into a relationship, don't go into a thing and I'm going to marry him. Go into it if I'm going to like him. Mm-hmm. People skip so many processes of yeah. getting foundations. And I, I didn't skip. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I got to eat first. <laughs> I gotta get some clothes. Right. And I went through a process. And Mass I think, hierarchy. 
That's Ohari is deep because yeah. we had to go to that recently when there was tons of stuff going on in the world. And we was like, you know what? People always want to go to like, why wouldn't a person do this? And it's almost like, you know what? What's their bad necessities? Because something right here <laughs> yes. is at risk, right? Yes. Like you can't ask a person a big picture question if you don't understand what is the things that they think about every day that they could lose, that can have a loss. So speaking of... Um, the work that you're doing. What exactly happened in that room? Because <laughs> it wasn't just your story. Those people came out with something in their hand. They had notebooks. What was in those notebooks that you sent to them? You have to, you have to read the book. Oh, is that the Ooh, book? Oh, y'all read the come book. Come on. Read the book. <laughs> Got them. Okay, yeah, what's the title of the book? It's though? called Stamina. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't run out of breath before you win. Okay. A lot of people, right before you're about to win, people quit. That's right. true. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You always quit at the right, the right, right when it's, it's about to so come. You always quit quit and then you'll look back and say if I would have just kept going you know what I mean like yeah. if you just keep going like yeah. it's hard to be someone who never quits I always say I'd rather fail than regret something that I didn't do mm-hmm. I can live with it yes right yeah but y'all also talking as if the, y'all very athletic folk it clearly is because well, when y'all I'm talking really about keep going without I'm a breath I was like wait a minute now well, I hurt both my knees before I even made it to me what I tore happened? my left knee and my right knee up what so happened we're doing what playing basketball like recreational? No, in games. Oh. So my whole career was in jeopardy. But I had already had my life story, my life mindset, so I knew basketball wasn't who I was. It was just something I did. Oh, so you played professionally too? Mm-hmm. Oh. years in the NBA. Oh, wow. What was it? You mind selling us? Uh, drafted by Cleveland, played in Miami Heat, Portland, and San Antonio. I know, that's right. We done all cheer for one of those seasons. You can hang up on the podcast now. Um, but one thing we wanted to ask, I mean, I think a lot of people seek you out for advice. What are some of the things that you found that people who reach out to you are kind of experiencing right now, and what do you usually say to them? It always depends on where they're at in their lives, too, because mm-hmm. experience is the greatest teacher, but knowledge is the key to everything. Mm-hmm. And it depends on where people are at in their lives. That's why I meet them at. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell them how to live the way I did. They don't. They might have the same thought process. Mm-hmm. They might not have it. Like you can't teach an uh, elephant to do the same thing as a squirrel would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two different right. animals with two yeah. different types of animals. That's right. uh, so for people, it's where they at is where I meet them at and try to get them to go to a better version, yeah. better place for themselves. Wow. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people mm-hmm. just throw words out and say, well, <laughs> hey, I made it. No, nah, it doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, sure. Just because you made it, like I played basketball. What if I didn't play basketball? True. You got to look at life from where people stand at and just give them some ammunition to go out and do what they need to do got it. for themselves. For themselves. Not, for, not Don't be someone else. Be who you are. I the best that. version of you will be the best version of your life. You know, we don't spend enough time about just being you. Mm-hmm. No. Because some people be like, do you. But they don't really say that means just be exactly who That's you are and show up in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we were just talking to another guest about similarities and differences. And oftentimes we spend so much time on in some places when it's real critical on ourselves about what's different mm-hmm. versus what are those very things that are most similar that could just be make you stronger or have you mm-hmm. be your strength. Absolutely. And we were just talking about that. And it was, it's very, it's, we need that reminder all the time, quite frankly. Yeah. But wanted to ask you um, just really quickly, because I know you have another piece. Why did you say yes to Dr. Burroughs when she called uh, to come to the symposium? She's making a difference in people's lives. And I want to be considered a person who does the same because you become immortal. When you give love and freely away to people, you become immortal because it never dies. So many people put price tags and stuff that if you just do something nice for someone else, you have to actually become immortal. If you told someone you love them, they'll remember that for the rest of their lives. So when she called and told me, hey, I'm helping and doing this, man, I'm like, well, I'm coming. I want to just leave something. I'm going to leave more than my name. That's amazing. And what do you like? I know you've given a lot to the CDI symposium. 
to all of the attendees. What's something that you gained from this experience? Just seeing other people really not giving up. You know, the news shows so much negative that I see people are still not giving up and they're fighting. So I'm in a fight with them. It's like I if you walk that. out, you know what I mean? If you walk yeah. out and you saw people really fighting, you'd be like, I'm with y'all. Y'all ain't gave up. I'm going to quit either. You know what I mean? I'm going to be right behind him. <laughs> I'm right behind him. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm on his team. Yeah. I'm on his team. Yeah. yeah so. Well, Derek, thank you so much for taking yes. time to talk to us. I love your story. I'm definitely picking. I'm I'm, a, I'm an avid reader, so oh, cool. yes. I'm definitely uh, picking up your story. She has a very interesting cool. book club you got to ask her about. But is there <laughs> any other ways that people can reach out to you? Is it social media, other things that you want to promote so that we can share it? Uh, I'm doing my my life story is gonna be on thirty for thirty, so it's gonna be an ESPN thirty for thirty. Story. That's my th- that's my jam. So I'll okay, be on there so next year. Okay, that's amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Great experience. Thank you. You gotta give us the date, so we can have a watch party. We're gonna have a watch party. Yeah, we would love to have you come and be like, that was me. <laughs> no, okay, that's how I see it. That's how you say it. But that's how I'll be like, okay, that was me. <laughs> yeah, just go to Stamina Foundation. Uh, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids who do an act of kindness, they get put in my program. But you have to do something nice to get put in. You don't need any money. You don't need to be the brightest kid. You just need to be nice. That's it. It doesn't oh, cost a dime to be kind. I'm going to get Benjamin I on know. That. We got so kids. My, we got kids. I have my eight-year-old son. That's <laughs> I, I, I tell him, I don't care how smart you are or what academically what you achieve. I care more about how you treat people yeah. and how kind you are. So he's taking that on. He has. And he, I mean, he is going to be a world changer. Yes, he is. He is, and, and all his whole thing is about kindness yes. and everything like he's that. He's very so empathetic. Nice. He's so, full of joy, too. To the point where I'm like, cool. oh my God, something's going to break his heart. I'm about to go beat them up. That's why the TT is here. This is why TT is here. See, this is the good thing about not being, um, not having any kids. I get to take on all the other kids. Okay. I'll be like, so, who's who broke your heart? Let me talk to him. Okay. Well, Derek, it was thank so, you so much. Pleasure. Pleasure. Nice, nice meeting you. Thanks thank for you. taking your time.